You are listening to the Thinking Effect podcast with Osho Green and Lillian Kriegler. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 25 of the Thinking Effect podcast. And today's episode is all about how can teachers provide context to enhance learning. And I'm really excited to welcome back Lillian from her long break. Hello, Lillian. How are you? Hello, Otto. I am very well. I've been away for a long time and it's it's a delight to be back chatting with you on Zoom here today. And it's a delight, you know, back communicating with our wonderful teachers who are following our podcast out there. So welcome to all of you too. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure everyone missed you. Yeah, we were gone for a while and I'm glad that we um back on track, having an episode together. So today we're talking about a really important topic, which is context. And, you know, I feel that it's something that relates to adults and children alike, because often, you know, we start talking about something with someone without really providing context. And then the other person is left kind of puzzled, wondering, what are you talking about? I really don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> That's right. I, uh, I have, I sometimes will start a conversation and I'll say to Pierre, well, Jennifer said this, that, or the other thing, and he has no idea who Jennifer is. And you start, you know, or you've had a train of thought and it's gone through your head, but you've been silent for a few minutes. And then you start talking about this thing and it's, it's completely off topic. So what I have to do now, particularly when I'm talking with my husband over breakfast, I have to say now, how I get to this, what I'm going to say is this is what's just gone through my mind so that he can connect the thing that I'm going to say. So you're right. You know, and often we just assume that people will understand us. Absolutely. Sometimes I feel like we're thinking other people are in our head and are part of the stories that we have in our head. And no, so we don't think about where they are, where is their starting point and starting from there. And so we're missing telling them, you know, starting maybe with a big picture, giving them the context, the background, and then get into the smaller details that we want to discuss or share with them. And so we leave them all wondering what we're talking about and, and missing the whole point of helping them understand where we're coming from and what we want to discuss. As you said, that's, and it's very relevant in the classroom as well as in our normal life. And it's important for the teachers when they're presenting their lessons. And it's also something that's really crucial for children to begin to understand that, you know, putting things in context and understanding the, the context will help them with their learning. Yeah, absolutely. Because once things are in context, we can make sense of them and we can make that connection in the brain and apart from really understanding what we're talking about or what the new topic the teacher is talking about, the students will be able also to understand it and know how to apply it differently once they gain that deep understanding of that new topic. So if we're not providing them with the whole context so they create can create a, a big full picture of what we're talking about in their minds, then these pieces of information that we shared with them are kind of floating around in the brain, not connected to anything, and then they can't really make much of that information. So, right. And we talk about Professor Reuven Feuerstein because he, he was so great at these thinking skills. And he calls that having an episodic grasp 
of reality. So it's like you came into the middle episode of a program and you have no idea what went first and what, what went afterwards. But the context very often gives us the why or the purpose for what we're doing. So it's the purpose of how is this piece of information connected to knowledge in general, but it's also that purpose of why is this important for you? So Feuerstein also tells us that when we start teaching, there are three things we need. The one is to be intentional. We have to know what we're doing. The second thing is to get reciprocation so that the students are involved with us and they're on board. And part of knowing the context is doing that for them. But the third and the most important thing is there's got to be a meaning. And it's not a meaning like a, a definition of something. It's the meaning of why should I expend effort doing this? What is the purpose? Why are you asking me to get involved with this piece of information or this content? And I just love that sense of purpose and bringing the context. That's the thing that gives the students the purpose behind what we what we exploring with them day to day. Absolutely, because otherwise, if they question, why do I need to learn that? It means that they're losing their engagement and motivation for learning. And sometimes I hear it from my own children, you know, why do I need to know that? Why are they teaching uh, these topics at school? We don't really need that. And that means that the teacher haven't provided the full context. So the children don't have that understanding as to why it's important for me to know that. What does it mean for me and my life? How can I use it? How can I apply it in different ways? And, and so, yeah, that's why it's so important to provide the why to the student. Um, so they really understand why they need to learn it, why it's important for them. And, and it's funny because you mentioned earlier about conversation with Pierre and, and one of my sons <laughs> often does that kind of uh, out of the blue, he's starting with a sentence, for example, he was saying the other day, I hope I get one of the smaller rooms. And I was, what are you talking about? What is a smaller room? What do you mean? And he said, well, there are different room sizes and I want to get the small one. And I, I'm asking him, okay, I still don't understand. Can you provide me with some context? What do you even mean? <laughs> and I kept asking questions and every time he provides a little bit more of information and he said, well, it's about camp. And I said, okay, now I have the big picture view. It's about your camp, but still, I don't understand what you mean. And he said, well, then he kind of told the whole story and gave me the whole context. There are different room sizes and they're splitting us to different rooms and I don't know which room I'm gonna get. So I'm hoping I'm gonna get one of the rooms that holds only four students and not one of the rooms that have, uh, can have 36 students. <laughs> so it takes some time. And, and if you don't think about where the other person is in terms of their knowledge, and, and as a teacher, actually, you need to spend quite some time thinking about it because you have a classroom of, I don't know, 25 students or so. And each one of them maybe um, might be in a different starting point in terms of the knowledge, the, the previous knowledge. Uh, and so you need to think, what is the context I need to give them? How much I need to share in order for them to really understand the point or the topic that I'm trying to teach them. So it's important to spend quite some time in, in thinking about what is the context that I need to provide for that lesson. It's very good for teachers to understand 
the difference between the context and the detail, as you're saying, and you can play with it. Because sometimes you might give that saucy piece of information that is just one fact. And then slowly but surely, like your son, you can build the whole picture. Or sometimes you start with the big picture and then provide the details. So thinking about it and being creative and mixing it up can be really great for teachers. And Kath Murdoch is an Australian educator and she asks educators always to be aware of these two things. So imagine two frames. You know, if you're looking, say, at a whiteboard and you've got two squares, in the one is the big picture or the context, and the one beside it is what are the details that are going to link into that context. And if you keep that in mind, you can play. You can offer one or the other first or whatever, but by the end of your teaching, you have to have the detail connected with the big picture. So the split screen helps you to put it together. You don't want them to stay split. You want them to be together at the end. Absolutely, absolutely. They kind of complement each other and help build that uh, deep understanding of that topic at hand. And so the way I see that two sides to it, I mean, one side is like we said, it's the teacher side where the teacher need to think, okay, what context do I need to provide for clarity and understanding when I teach that subject? But if we think about it from the student perspective, like my son, for example, that's coming out of the blue with things, um, then students need to learn how to communicate, how to provide a context in order for others to understand them. So they also need to learn and think about, okay, what if I tell it to someone who has no idea about who I am, what I do, what I've done yesterday, and what I'm going to do tomorrow, will that information I'm providing really going to help them understand what I'm trying to convey, or what broader context do I need to provide, or what additional information do I need to provide? So there are two sides of it, and it's important to help students understand the need to provide context as well when they articulate their thinking. True, because that helps them to negotiate the problem better if they understand how things fit together and they can communicate better. You know, when we have things in our mind, there's two parts of it. So we're really asking the students to use their working memory in this situation. And the one part is, you know, they're listening for the auditory and then they're looking for the visuospatial. Where does this occur? Why is it situated here? And what are some of the spatial cues and the that you can start to put together um, when you are trying to solve a problem or when you are trying to communicate? So you want to give people the words and you want to give them the imagery or the visualization. And that often is where the big picture is. And your son and many other students will benefit greatly if they learn to engage both, you know, this background, the whole picture and then to isolate the facts and put them in order so that they get to where they want to be. So part of the context is starting at a place where you're going to get the, the most information. So, you know, if you're a, um, a teacher, you might say something like, get me a hammer. But <laughs> it's not going to help. But if you say, pop out to the storeroom, look in the middle shelf, just beside the 
say, kettle is a box of tools. Would you reach in and bring me the hammer? And while you're there, just grab a few nails and then we can do this project. It's so much better because they can visualize the whole thing and all their steps. So they've got the audio, they've got the vocabulary and the language, but then they've got the sequence and they've also got the big picture. They know where to go. And that's how we want the context to be working in every situation to help people think and learn and connect and remember. Absolutely, absolutely. So um, definitely, I agree with you. And yes, students need to understand as well, and try to imagine and see things from other person perspective, and then to understand whether they need to start with a big picture, or with a detail. So it's definitely an important skill to develop. And we would love to hear from teachers about it. I mean, try it with your students, see uh, how it works, how um, what difference it makes for your students once you share with them the need to think about the context they provide when they provide an answer or speak about something. What difference does it make to how they articulate their thinking? And write to us, of course, to the Thinking Effect podcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. So an absolutely minute summary. Context is as important as detail. Context is giving the big picture. The why is that it connects things in a much clearer way so that it's more memorable and gives you more clues about how to complete a task. And the how is to be conscious all the time of playing with it yourself in the classroom. What do you present first and how do you connect things and ensuring that your students can do the same. Wonderful summary. Thank you, Lillian. <laughs> I'm out of practice for summaries. Also, <laughs> I've been away for too long. <laughs> uh, you did a fantastic job at summarizing this episode. All right. So we'll see you all next week with a lovely, lovely episode about storytelling. So don't miss out. In the meantime, bye, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs>